You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash unfiltered for more content from us. Well, Ulysses, there was some news in baseball world yesterday as the Baseball Hall of Fame results are in and nobody was elected <laughs> in this round in 2021. So that means that Derek Jeter, Larry Walker, and Ted Simmons will get their day in the sun, their enshrinement, without having Kurt Schilling or Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens or Scott Rowland or so on and so forth breathing down their neck. So it was, <laughs> I guess, in a way, very anticlimactic yesterday, but uh, I guess the sport also got a little bit of a boost of exposure that nobody got elected in for the first time since 2013. Ulysses, how do you feel about all this when the news broke, I guess, around 6 p.m. or so, sometime yesterday evening? Ah, <sighs> Kevin, uh, you know, I think we, we could talk about this every week and I would I have a, a different opinion, mm -hmm. you know, because it, it, it's just so complex and convoluted sometimes to, to just have a straight opinion about something that has so many nuances. Uh, I guess disappointed uh, first right off the bat to not see a, a guy be elected. I think uh, it's kind of a downer, right? You, you, you talk about this for a whole year and then, you know, with, with the expectation that somebody that you watched uh, growing up is going to, to be elected uh, and, and then they, they, they don't. Uh, so I guess that's number one, the disappointment yes. of not seeing um, somebody there. Number two, I think, uh, BBWA and, and MLB and MLB players and the players association, everybody that's involved in baseball and in the hall of fame need to sit down in a room and, 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 and say, okay, what works and what doesn't work? Right. Uh, because this is not working, Kevin, this is not working. Uh, having, so what you're saying doesn't work is having these just baseball writers vote on this thing for all intents and purposes, having 400 plus baseball writers, several of them who are retired, just getting to cast their ballot and to deem who is, is going to the baseball hall, who, who is going to get enshrined and who is not the Mark Topkins of the world, the John Romano's of the world, the guys who are, who are spilling mustard on their sweater while they're uh, covering the game and, and, and spilling uh, diet soda on their laptop as they're trying to get a story I like those written, guys. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. No, I, I, I like those guys. I like the guys that are spilling mustard on their, on their shirt 
while they're watching the game because they're watching the game. Um, I don't believe in retired writers that have not seen a baseball field for the last 10 years to have a vote. Yes. For, uh, th- those are the things, the nuances. Like, I, I believe that there is uh, the, the, the writers who are in depth in the game should be uh, uh, allowed to vote. But those that are, have not seen a field since 1995 – I mean, you, you can't yeah. have them be the people that are uh, that, that are going to to vote in this. So that's that's one part of it. But I, I meant like getting to a room and talk about this damn integrity clause, this damn yes, char- character that, clause. That this needs to be hammered out. What this freaking means? What the character you, clause and how you're going to apply it? And not oh, we're going to apply it in this case, but not in this case. Well, you're you're picking. There's too much picking and choosing. I feel like with character. If you are saying player A said this, I hate this. No, I don't like it. Sure, that's fine. But somebody else might think player A is completely in their rights to to, to say what they say or do what they do. So you're trying to appease some people when I think you should just just put a, a rule, a law down, what it actually means, yeah. integrity and character, that, that's subjective. That's subjective. And, and I know that people are like, well, it's subjective in itself, the whole voting thing. So why do you have to have a rule? Well, you have to make it a little bit better, make it a little bit more rigid so then everybody knows what it's expected of yeah. them. Kevin, that- I... I the character clause, the integrity. I mean, they're not saints. They're not saints. These people mm-hmm. are not saints. They're human beings. They have political thoughts. They, 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 they've done something in their past. Uh, is, is this a baseball hall of fame or is this a, a goody two shoes kind of thing? Is this man of the year or baseball hall of fame? That that's you hit on that point, And I think we're thinking along the same lines here. And if you don't think along the same lines, please email us, reach out to us. But I think the character clause, it's gotten out of scope here. I think what it should apply to is within the confines of a baseball diamond on the field. Not if, was this guy a drug user? Was this guy a wife abuser? Does this guy have wacky political commentary and opinions? Was this guy an absentee father? Okay, fine. Separate the person from the player. I want to see how did they perform on the field? I give the example of like, I think the pro football hall of fame does it better than the baseball hall of fame. Like you see Lawrence Taylor in the hall of fame, definitely deserving on the field off the field. Oh my goodness. He would fail the character clause for myriad, myriad reasons. And the other thing about that hall of fame is they, yeah, they include a lot of writers and media types, but there's also a committee within that voting populace that incorporates uh, former coaches and, and executives and and players of that and people of that ilk, like you know James Lofton, Bill Poley, and Tony Dungy. Those are just a, a, a couple of the names, and I think baseball has to do something like that, where it's not just like here's the thing. What I what I'm I'm getting to the point where I think this Hall of Fame thing, like the people that vote on this thing they want it to be more about themselves than the, the players that get enshrined. You can't like the guy have who, 20 like, blank ballots. You can't. Yes, there were, it's about there themselves. were a record, a record 14 blank ballots submitted among the 401 ballots. 
you you're, can't you're trying to make that. a statement. You're trying to make it about yourself, just like the guy who didn't vote for Derek Jeter last year. Just like Jim Joyce didn't say out uh, for, for that uh, 27th out for Armando Galarraga's perfect game because he right. wanted the game to be about himself. Uh, there are more important, just like any Joe West, any call that he makes, he wants to make it about himself. People, that's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about your views. It's that is that game Hall of Fame worthy? It's a simple question, but it has yeah. evolved into something, uh, you know, and look, I'm saying this, having no ties to whatever craziness sometimes these players speak on Twitter. Sometimes right. I'm, 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 I think it's vile. I think it's gross and I don't agree with it. That doesn't mean that I'm going, I, 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 that, that shouldn't mean that they're not Hall of Fame worthy. Yes. I think the NFL, which this is coming from a guy who does not really enjoy football here, does it better than the MLB? Just take out that character clause. It's so hypocritical for mm-hmm. these writers that are holier than thou saying, oh, I'm not going to vote for this guy because of the allegations or because of his comments or because of this and that. It's like, do you really know Scott Rowland? Like, do yeah. you really know Mark Burley? Like, do you, I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about these guys. I'm just saying, you know, everybody's got a skeleton in their closet. Some, are hidden some are out there to see and it's also hypocritical kevin to to use the character clause on on players today and still have ty cobb as a hall of famer the day that they actually want to uh not be hypocritical they will take out ty cobb from the baseball hall of fame and then then you can do the character clause as you want to do it right now but until ty cobb isn't out then the character clause means crap and again crap yeah and and i don't think ty cobb should be out like he should be included and you should educate people about the hateful things he said and his not just that but his performance on the field merits being in the hall of fame like are we going to take out roy halliday because he was addicted to opioids and died in a car in a plane crash like we're going this is like a really really slippery slope here like what if we find out okay for example say billy wagner didn't get in this year say he gets in a dui next year are we not going to vote for him like right i, I think and, and having said all this with all of this in mind ulysses what would your ballot have looked like this year if you had a vote i assume it wouldn't be completely blank right like who would you oh, have man. casted your vote for uh this time around I don't have it in front of me. Actually, okay. I know. I know we had this uh, posted on. Actually, if you if you want to know what my ballot would have looked like, people, you can go on www.patreon.com slash raise unfiltered because you uh, you and I, Kevin, we did a, a segment on our Hall of Fame ballot, so they can check yeah. it out there. But um, going back to that point uh, of the, of the character clause, it, it you cannot have it both ways. You cannot say, well, it was a different time back then. So, you know, the character clause means now something else and, and we have to adhere to that. No, you're right. being hypocritical, being hypocritical. If Ty Cobb remains in the Hall of Fame, then Schilling and everybody else that has some uh, black flag now, or I guess a red flag attached to their name, they should be in. This is ridiculous. And now, two years from now, well, actually next year, there comes A-Rod 
on the last year that Bonds and Clemens, Bonds and Clemens mm-hmm. never failed a test. A-Rod admittedly said it in 09, and then the biogenesis thing happened. Well, it was already illegal. Right. And he's going to enter. What are people going to do about A-Rod? And then a year after, oh, Big Poppy. Everybody likes Big Poppy. Oh, the Boston Red Sox. Oh, Big Poppy. Yeah. The dude did steroids. And nobody seems to remember that. So are we also going, does he not get the, the, the flag, the red flag to his name because he was actually a steroid user? No. We all yeah. know that Poppy's going to go into the Hall of Fame. And that's why they're hypocritical. And that's why people around baseball that are, have anything to do with the Hall of Fame, they need to get in a room and hash this out and have a clear rule or a law about what the integrity and character clause yeah. actually is. We'll continue this discussion, but first we've got to tell you about a couple of our good friends like Built Bar. Built Bar is the greatest and best tasting protein bar on the planet, and they've got so many different flavors that you can try. 18 to be exact, including several new flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. I've tried each and every one of those flavors, and I can tell you they are excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, and that's because these bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. Moreover, they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, uh, which means they're great for the keto diet. As an example, uh, I've got the cookies and cream flavor in front of me. It reads 17 grams of protein, just 130 calories, just four grams of sugar, and just four grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and then I'll get you 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, you can get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? I've told you this before. It doesn't make any sense at all. Don't do it. So that's why you should go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And I do think we have to keep in mind the different eras as well. Like if we go and look at the Hall of Fame archives, you're going to see a ton of players who used amphetamines. For example, Hank Aaron. So it's really a question of how do you want to treat the steroid era? And this has been my point. I've made it known before. Um, If I think, if I truly believe you were a Hall of Fame player before steroids and maybe while using steroids, I'm willing to consider you and vote you in, but I'm going to wait till the very last year, your very last year of (laughs) eligibility, which is why I would not vote for Roger Clemens or Barry Bonds or Sammy Sosa 
this year, but I would heavily consider and probably vote for them next year if I had a vote. So Ulysses, I know you don't have your list in front of you, but actually here's who I would have voted for this year. And it's the smallest. It's not completely blank. I, I don't know if did, did, the, did the guys that left their ballots blank, they had to do it on purpose. It was definitely purposefully. It, yeah, it wasn't it, like, it, oh, it I forgot. I didn't check you know? the email. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I didn't get you know. it in the mail. It's, see, that again, they're trying to make it all about them, which is what a lot of, the, again, as somebody who works in the media, I know a Weasley media guy when I see one. And, and there's a lot <laughs> of them out there, particularly in the land of baseball, just saying. But I would have voted for this year, Kurt Schilling in his ninth year. Uh, Billy Wagner in his sixth year, Bobby Abreu in his second year and Bobby Abreu. I I don't think we, we agree on this. I don't think he gets enough love and I'd probably wait a little bit to like really, really go to bat for him. But the reason I'm voting for him this year is to just keep him on the ballot again, because like he is just not getting enough love. And then I also would vote for Omar Vizquel in his fourth year. Again, I know there's a lot of allegations out there about domestic abuse, physical violence, things like that uh, with his wife or ex-wife, whatever it is. But again, I'm looking at what he did on the field. Now, if he used PEDs on the field or cheated the game in another way or, or betted against his team or something like that, then yeah, I would probably consider part of that part of the character clause. But I'm, I think we should just literally like, let's leave it on the field. Let's keep yeah. it on the field. These and, and determine how we're going to, to vote for these guys. So that, that's what my ballot would have looked like, those, those four names. Now, there's other guys I would vote for in the future. I'm just leaving them on the list a little bit longer. Like, I probably would vote for Todd Helton in a couple of years yeah. and, and, and Scott Rowland in a couple of years. I think it's still maybe a little bit too soon for those guys. But those are kind of the, the four names that, that I've picked out for, for this year, I guess. I, I think we've had this talk and maybe uh, th- that actually reminds me. I think I would have voted for Todd uh, adding to your list and I would have voted for Andrew Jones. Uh, you've, ma- you've made a very good point lately uh, when we talk about it that, you know, when he hit 30, it's like he disappeared and became a really a triple A ghost yeah. uh, trying to survive in the major leagues. It, it was honestly the weirdest thing. He became uh, just uh, not even a shadow, uh, uh, less uh, of shell of what Andrew Jones did when he was 19 till 29. At 30 years old, he just stopped. But is is that 11-year career enough to put you in the Hall of Fame? I, yeah. I, I think that there there has to be some consideration. So that, that's a good list. I, I would add, add those couple of names. And, and Kevin, I just think that, uh, again, this integrity character clause, people around baseball need to get together and really hash it out and say, what does it actually mean? Because you can't have 14 ballots empty. You you can't have, uh, you know, look, I think Jeff Kent is a great player. And I think if you really dive into his numbers, he maybe he is Hall of Fame worthy. Um, and I think Vizquel is Hall of Fame worthy. You can't have a ballot of Kent and Vizquel. Like, who right. are these people? Who okay. are these people? Both of them are uh, could be Hall of Fame players, but right. that's the only thing that you see in that ballot? Like, that's ridiculous. And another thing, real quick. Yeah. Tory Hunter got m- three more votes than Bobby Abreu. In what world would anybody yeah. rather have the production uh, uh, of a guy like Bobby Abreu than Tory Hunter? I, that, somebody has to explain it to me. 
Uh, and, because if they say defense, then I can tell you, okay, well, I guess defense then for the scale, that doesn't matter. It just, it, it doesn't really compute. And, and again, Burley got more subjective. votes too. I don't get that either. I think probably a lot of that was they, they just want to keep them on the ballot guys thinking that, Oh, they're not going to vote for Burley or Hunter, but we want to leave them. I don't think they're ever or really should be hall of famers. Definitely not as well-rounded or deserving as Bobby Abreu for sure. Kevin, Tim Hudson and Mark, Mark Burley both got more votes than Carlos Delgado and Johan Santana. What is this? It doesn't make sense for Johan and Carlos Delgado to be dropped off less than 5% and Mark Burley to get 11% and Tim Hudson to get what? Six, 7%. That's unreal. That's it doesn't make sense. And it sucks to like baseball so much that this actually puts a damper in your day. Right. Uh, but it does. It does, you know. Of, of course, the, the biggest news was the guy that got closest to vid, uh, getting voted in was Kurt Schilling, who got 71.1% of the vote, 16 votes shy from that 75% marker. Ulysses, where do you stand on Kurt Schilling? Would you have voted him in? Um, what, what's your thoughts on that? I, I think if the car, the character clause is in play, the, I, I, I see the point of people not, but I, I want to believe that we need to separate that. Yeah, Look, I agree. You, you need to separate it. Like if you, 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 you can't just, uh, why Elvis Presley, the King, people mm-hmm. like his music, right? Yes. He was a horrible husband. Yes. He was a horrible husband. People are still playing his music. For God's sakes, Michael Jackson. People yes. love Michael Jackson. They love his music. They they put it on ballpark stadiums. And the dude has like allegations with kids. Yes. That's the, and the, uh, with like, some, let's not be yeah. hypocritical about the artist, the athlete, and what they are able to do and how they are as a human being. We and, can and that's, separate that, right? We, we yeah. have more of, we, we have complex brains and we can just kind of separate. No, he was a great pitcher. He's a crap human being. Why can't, exactly. we, why can't we do that? Very well put. And I think that's what we should separate the art from the artist, so to speak. Do the same thing with athletes, I think. Now, and, and I think that also goes back to, we, we shouldn't be putting athletes or some of these celebrity figures up on pedestals and saying, Hey, so-and-so is a role model. It should be people in your community, doctors, lawyers, firefighters, so on and so forth. Those should be the role models for yeah. your children. If teachers are looking yeah. for one. Exactly. So, and that's why I would, cause I think again, Kurt Schilling is hurt by this character clause. Omar Vizquel is being hurt by this character clause. And I don't think it's right. Like you can't make, I don't think you can make any, uh, a good argument that, Roy Halladay or Jack Morris or Mike Messina are more deserving to go into a hall of fame than Kurt Schilling. I mean, again, if you're, if you're questionable about Kurt Schilling, and he's already waited nine years, six time all-star three time world series champ, 3,100 strikeouts, 80 career war, 216 wins career three, four, six ERA and 1.137 whip. This was all during the steroid era where he was not implicated in steroid use. Moreover, I mean, the postseason, that, that might be the, the biggest That's thing, thing for him. The postseason, yeah. 19 starts, 
133 career playoff innings. He went 11 and two with a 2.23 ERA, 0.97 WHIP. Unbelievable. Unreal. That's Unbelievable the guy you want numbers. on the mound in yes. the most important time of the of the year. Like I, again, you, and, yes. and just I don't want to go into a whole diatribe here because we obviously have run long, but. Uh, you can't, and this is my biggest thing, maybe with the integrity character clause thing. It, it it's the fact that it always is used negatively. I've never heard it used as a positive. Like I never heard of, well, you know, Craig Biggio uh, has sixty five percent, but he's going to pick up the next ten percent the next year because he was such a good guy in the clubhouse. Like you mm-hmm. never hear that. How That's can the true. integrity and character clause only hurt the player, only hurt the athlete, and not actually give him a little bump? Like exactly, who's a really good player? Let's say I don't think Torrey Hunter is is Hall of Fame worthy. I really don't. Right. I don't think Torrey Hunter deserves. But if he was the the bee's knees in the clubhouse, doesn't he deserve to to get a bump for for his for his character for his integrity because he always said the right thing. He always did the 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 correct thing to do. Again, MLB. Everybody involved in the Hall of Fame voting needs to get together and talk about this integrity or character clause, because if you don't, this problem is going to get bigger and bigger. And uh, it just, you know, makes uh, a stink out of baseball. And baseball has enough stink already, Kevin, on it. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Here's the thing, like talking about that and the most high profile guy, at least for this year and not being voted in Kurt Schilling. I want him on the mound for my team. I don't want him as my neighbor. That's how I feel about it. And in that sense, he's a hall of famer. He deserves to be a hall of famer. And I think that these holier than thou writers, like I just, okay, let's go into your past. Let's see. Do you deserve a, let's see if you deserve a vote. In your past, Kevin, let me, let me see your browser history. Yeah, exactly. Let me Topkin. Let me see your browser history. John let Romano. Me see, let me see your yeah. browser history. Let me see the last thirty websites you visited. Yeah. Will you? Oh, can you? Can you open your phone? Can you unlock your passcode real quick? Let me see your pictures. Just real a, quick. Just yes. real quick. It'd be a a lot of food websites and other websites. I'm sure. <laughs> For the record, just full transparency, uh, the local writers from the Tampa Bay Times, here's who they voted for. John Romano voted for Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Manny Ramirez, Scott Rowland, Kurt Schilling, Gary Sheffield. Okay, that's more understandable. Uh, I would have thought he might have, with that list, included Sosa, but okay, I get where he's coming from. Mark Topkin, on the other hand, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Scott Rowland, Gary Sheffield, Billy Wagner, but no Kurt Schilling. Again, Character clause. Where's the character clause for Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, and Gary Sheffield, for that matter, as right. well? So uh, there's just a lot of uh, hypocrisy, I guess, with this. And uh, who knows? Maybe this was completely orchestrated so Derek Jeter could have his day, could have his, uh, you know, his, his alone time, I guess, so mm-hmm. to speak, with uh, Larry Walker and, and Ted Simmons and everything like that. I think that ceremony is in July, I want to say, but Ulysses, we'll see what happens. Uh, next year, and you kind of alluded to it, uh, potential first-time candidates on the 2022 ballot. A lot of familiar faces, uh, Carl Crawford, Prince Fielder, Ryan Howard, Tim Lincecum, Justin Morneau, Big Poppy, Jonathan Papelbon, Jake Peavy, Alex Rodriguez, Jimmy Rollins, and Mark Desher. Man, that is a list of a lot of uh, 
a lot of Red Sox, a lot of, uh, a lot of players that I'm sure Rays fans don't really care for all that much for various reasons. When you include some of the, the Phillies players and the Red Sox players and and everything (laughs) like that. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah, no, I think there's a lot of names in the AL East there that, uh, the Rays fans, uh, scoff at or uh have bad memories of and, and, and that's okay but i wow carl crawford it's been five yeah. years already wow i know crazy. it is crazy i uh, don't think he's going to get in uh no. hall of very good type of guy now maybe if he had spent his entire career with the rays and didn't let the the boston lights and such get to him i mean he was on a trajectory i feel like where he definitely could have been there but his but, his career definitely plateaued the moment he stepped uh into massachusetts i guess he's not the only one you know you you got guys there like ryan howard tim lincecum yeah. prince fielder i mean those were big names and i mean tim lincecum I'm the freak won like two cy youngs before he had hair on his chin um yeah. you know and then he disappeared he kind of did like the the andrew jones thing uh you know has a, a really good peak and then just yeah. falls off uh but you know i think those are names that will get maybe some love maybe don't even right. pass the 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 threshold of five percent but they were definitely enjoyable when when we got to see them that's the thing i mean longevity consistency at the top of your game for a long time kurt schilling did it for 20 years and he was pretty damn consistent i mean there's a lot of guys that have a, a good three year four year five year six year peak but to do it for two decades, pretty darn impressive from that standpoint. Scott Rowland has a, yeah. has an all-star appearance at 36. Omar Vizquel has a gold glove at 39. Mm-hmm. At 39, you win a gold glove. I mean, these are guys that, you know. Yeah. Some cool. guys are managing by the time they turn 39, i.e. Kevin Cash, there among he is. other guys. Uh, Rocco Baldelli, others, so to speak. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB Prospects. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Friday.